Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
welcome to Don't Blame Me. This is an advice podcast where we answer questions all about sex, relationships, dating, friends, family, mental health, and every little thing in between. We are not professionals at all. We're professionally boss bitches. (laughs) Ooh, love that. Or just professional bitches in my case. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 100% my case as well. We're speaking up purely from our own experiences. We are, you know, the uh, the best friends who tell you how it is. Our advice is not sugarcoated. Sometimes it might be a little harsh, but it all comes from a good place. We're doing it out of love and to, you know, hopefully get you guys to not make decisions that we we would have liked to avoid in our earlier or current uh, years. I'm Megan Rinks, and I am joined by my co-host, the fantastic, the beautiful, the wonderful, amazing Melissa DeMonts. Hello. What up? Hi. How's your week been? My week? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's been... It's Sunday, so you've only had 11 hours at this point. Oh, see, I'm not one of those people. My <laughs> week starts on Monday. My okay. week starts on Monday. I can't okay. with like the Sunday. It's just too weird. You know, my week has been um, a whirlwind. Was this the week that I got into it with the the racists online on yes, the boomers? Yes. This was, yes. Wow. This has been a For wild. You, it was this week. For me, it was last week. Okay. Yes. Because we're on we're on different time zones. <laughs> we're on different um, planes. Oh, we should include that in the show notes. If anyone can sign the change.org position, uh, petition for my old high school, we're trying to change the name. Uh, everything was going smoothly. Like the name was being changed. And then a group of uh, racist old boomers, if you'd like to be mad that I use that term, stay mad. Um, they decided to oppose it and, you know, uh, sue. So sue. Oh, they're suing the school district because the school district, like they found some loophole in which for some fucking reason, I'm like, can someone rewrite this? That for some fucking reason, in order for like my old high school, public school to change its name, it like needs to get community input or alumni input. Like it has to be. a, And that's the thing that doesn't make any sense because I'm like, can you actually go to court for like over input? Like what does input mean? Cause they did ask for suggestions on the name, but the whole thing has been absolutely wild. I infiltrated a Facebook group, uh, that was like, you know, keep the name. And I was very polite in there. Uh, so polite that even though once I got kicked out because I was just bringing up racial points and how we should, uh, you know, potentially look at this from not this, uh, oh, I went to high school, I graduated high school in the 70s. And it was so experienced. It was so wonderful. And nobody this that was like, a, that they've done nothing in their lives since the 70s. No, oh, no, 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 nothing. Because they have straight up most of them. I was talking to a couple of friends from high school about this. I was like, most of them also, like, went to college. We have a college of Marin, they went to college of Marin. And then like landed somewhere around there. I'm like, oh, so you like actually have never left. But I have also heard that a lot of these people were like also awful in high school. Like they were just Mm. the people that you would expect. But one argument that someone made about how uh, there is not any racism at uh, the school. And they said there was no racism when they were there because ready for there were no black students. Yep. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. And I was like, you know, you know, you you know, black people existed, though, right? Like, so you know that like that in itself is 
is racist, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was mind blowing. Um, so got into it with them. If you would like to see, I have a highlight on my Instagram. It's called Kami Slut uh, because that was what I was referred to. Uh, and, you know, within two sentences, I was referred to, they were saying, uh, stupid Kami Slut infiltrating our group. Like she's not a real actress. Like in my professional opinion, like she's just like, su- she's still in the phase where she's sucking uh, producers. She's sucking dicks and fucking producers. And Cami uh, texted me after that and she goes, wait, so like, are we supposed to like stop that? Like, when does that phase end for us? And I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. But, uh, um, yeah, it was, it's a whirlwind, but they also called me polite, which, you know, you know, so that's been the whole thing. Did the whole, uh, zoom with the school district. It was just a lot. If you would like to call to leave us a voicemail to be on an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure you are over 18 years old before you call or you have your parents' permission. And we really would love, and actually not even love, we require you to keep your voicemail under three minutes long. In our ideal world, you are all Virgos who write down what you want to say and then read it out loud on the voicemail. I promise you it will make it so much more cohesive and so much more clear. And if you, you know, are a listener, which you're listening right now, you can always tell, you know, you can always tell who's reading it and it's concise. You realize like what's important, what's not important. Mm -hmm. And it just chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Okay, guys. So before we get into the first call, we have an update and, uh, She's here right now. And so this is from season six, episode 10. And this one was, we had a lot of questions about it. So caller, please take it away. So it basically was just my fiance's stepmom is insane. And she basically is like threatened or like said that I'm hacking all her things and like reading her text messages and just making it miserable for me and then also tried to kill her husband who had cancer and was dying so I don't know if his dad is kind of in denial about all this and like is has cancer and it's kind of just like I just want to die without having to worry about all this or what exactly his thought process is because for the poisoning thing she was like gonna slowly do it with stuff like, because he had to take so many meds and all this stuff. So that she was, I don't know exactly what, what she, how it all went down because I was kind of learning it secondhand. But I do know that she told her, like, one of her best friends um, that she was poisoning him. And then she, her husband's in law enforcement. So that's kind of how that went. But, like, why is she still around? But so. I guess there wasn't enough evidence when she actually got in trouble and she tried to say she didn't say it. And then his dad said, like, like just blew it completely off the table. Like my fiance went to him and talked to him and actually was the one that told him, first of all, because the best friend was like, you need to tell her dad or your dad. Um, so he went and talked to him and he was like, I just don't think that's true. But, but then he was like, well, I have been dumping out like everything she's given me to eat and been making new stuff. So he was suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. So she, he was like, well, he is, she's trying to kill you. So, and he was like, well, I'll just talk to her about it. (laughs) Like it was just a normal sit down that they were just going to get to have. Wait. So question, is she in the will? Um, so they've had like 
meetings about, I know that he owns like properties and businesses that she is her, she's not on at all. Okay. Um, so I don't know about like their house and stuff like that, because I know that she, she like won a huge lawsuit, but anyways, so she kind of is like pays everything and does everything. So I think that's another reason mm-hmm. he's kind of just like go with the flow and doesn't really want to like mess that up. Cause they do still have two kids in, in the home. So yeah, like, um, so I think that's on that. So she has a lot of money, so she's not after him for his money. Right. But she might be after getting killing him so she doesn't have to like pay for any of his like his stuff because that is expensive because you know America going through radiation and everything like that right now. So So does she is they have kids together like by like uh, how old are they? Young? His dad has three boys like that are full brothers with my fiance and then two boys together that are 14 and 16 that also checks out then too like to not like to kind of like brush it under the rug which i mean is not you know as a child of parents who are very much like brush it under the rug it's not like the it's not the right choice to do but like a lot of the times parents think like protecting your kid from that they can protect their kids from like certain people or certain things if they just don't tell them, which mm-hmm. definitely like sounds like what is going on. So do you guys, are you, do you and your boyfriend, your fiance, like, do you guys still like see her or do like when you see his dad, like, do you keep it pretty separate or like, what's it like seeing her now? Yeah. So basically what happened with the whole, cause she said that mm-hmm. I was hacking her phone and that kind of thing. And was like reading her text messages and sending them to um his mom and stepdad i don't know why but i would have like there's no correlation there but um so basically we just talked to her his dad about it and on the phone and then one day he had some or like a week he was off work so we went up there and she was just like i just really need to talk to you guys i really just i have to talk like as soon as we walked in the door we hadn't even seen anybody um but she was just like i just have to talk to you i have to talk to you guys and she was like this is just all getting miscommunicated like i never um think bad about you or would do anything with like like would never accuse you of anything but me and my fiance had already talked like i was just gonna be like okay you know like that's fine so i just went in and was like that's okay like i understand and it was long and drawn out because she can make the longest uh, conversations ever um it was probably like an hour but and then after that we just went hung out with his dad and kind of like she kind of they kind of they don't even like really it's a really big house so they really don't they don't sleep together spend time together Mm -hmm. anything it's kind of like they have their own spots of the house that they hang out in so we just hung out with his dad after that and didn't really talk about i mean he kind of talked about it and was just like i'm sorry this happened and we're like that's okay and after that we haven't talked about it since so and like the stepmom actually funny enough me and my fiance met like totally separate didn't even know that we had any connection of anybody but the stepmom actually went to high school with my dad in the same town so then after he realized who that was he was just like be careful like uh, i don't want to get into it too much i haven't seen her since high school but you just need to be careful and i was like okay dad like so she's been messy her whole life yeah 
but yeah. Wow. That makes me want to like look back, like look and see where all the messy people from my high school are now. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you like trying yeah. to poison people? Like, where are you at? Wow. That's wild. Absolutely wild. Are you like, is are you kind of more resigned from it now? Like that conversation? Like, do you kind of just feel like, fuck it? Who cares yeah, what she says? I, That's good. I really am because like, this is the first like big thing we've had, but there's always just been little stuff that's just came up and I've just been like, whatever, because I, there's honestly like, and from the stories he's told me of like his whole life, cause they, they got married when he was like five. So the stories of his whole life, it's, it's been like that too. So it's like, I don't want to come in here and try to, you know, like stand my ground and just make it worse which yeah. when I can just blow it off and be like, that doesn't even matter are you nervous not to like you know put those fears in your head but like do you think that like she's gonna be fucking eventually when you guys get married like do you think she's gonna like be fucking wild or like do something weird or is she kind of more of like a behind the scenes string puller not so much like a causing a scene she is definitely like behind the scenes like she is just talking about somebody talking about this person to this person and then to that person to the other person like every single problem that has happened has pretty much been because she's talked crap on both of the same people to each other (laughs) fucking rookie mistake yeah but she likes to be messy i don't think it's rookie because she's been doing this her whole life like she knows what she's doing but she just likes to pit people against each other as soon as like there's calm in the family or anything's calm like it lasts for like maybe a month and then it's right back to do you know what her sign is I do not. Because that sounds fiery as fuck to me. (laughs) Yeah. Minus the conference. Like, she's not, it's not being like super, uh, not confrontational, but like doing the behind the scenes. She needs to be on a reality show, like, or a producer. Like, be on The Bachelor. The reason she said that she cheated and had the boyfriend and tried to poison her husband was because she was on. Um, I don't remember what antidepressant, but that's what she said is the reason why. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay, for sure. So like um, she admitted to doing it, but it was because yeah. of medication. Yeah. I sure Jan. Yeah. Yeah, literally the definition of sure Jan. <laughs> God. And also if she wants to like claim psychosis, like man. There's a, it's going to be a lot more than like a slow premeditated plan. Like I watch Criminal Minds. Come on. (laughs) Well, amazing. Thank you so much for giving us this update. That was like everything I ever wanted and more. Um, Please keep us updated if she like, you know, tries to poison again at any point. Um, And I am just literally obsessed like yeah i will definitely keep you updated because yeah. there's definitely going to be more as i can't wait <laughs> i cannot wait well thank you so much and uh we're gonna get into the rest of our episode guys hi megan and melissa i am 23 i am a cancer gross i know um my boyfriend is a sagittarius we're in a pretty new relationship. We've only been together for four months. Uh, so everything's been pretty good so far. But there is one issue that I have. Um, so I'll give you some background. He works really long shifts, like 11, 12 hours. Um, so usually when we hang out, it's him getting off of work at 11 midnight, coming over, we watch a movie or something and go to sleep. 
which I understand because of his work schedule. Um, he does get two days off during the week. And so my issue is that in the four months we've been dating, um, we've probably hung out during the day, like when the sun is out, like maybe four times. Um, we've probably gone on like two quote unquote dates and I didn't really bother me at first, but I've kind of been thinking about it. And on his days off, I try to make plans with him, but he's usually got something else going on. Um, and it usually involves him hanging out with another girl. He has a lot of friends that are girls, and that's something that I knew from the beginning, and it didn't really bother me because I trust him. Um like for example, the other night he went and smoked with this girl and they kind of just sat outside and like watched the sunset for like four hours. And it kind of just honestly made me like jealous that he's making those plans, text plans with other girls. But when I try to make plans like that with him, he's always busy. Um, and it's like every time he has a day off, he's doing something like that. Um, another example, he went and got like coffee and sat in a park with a girl for like an entire afternoon. Um, and I've brought it up to him and he always says that he's going to make more effort to hang out with me during the day, but he never really does. And I don't know how else to bring it up to him or what else to say, or if I'm just being crazy. So any advice would be appreciated. Thank you. I love you guys. Bye. I was doing some math, calculator math. So he is, he's got two weeks off. Um, this is really simple math. So nobody yell at me if you're using a calculator. So he's got two days off a month and, mm-hmm. you know, four weeks in a year. So, uh, I mean, four weeks in a year, four weeks in a I month. I was like, what year are you? I mean, we're on different days of the week. So like, I don't know what your year is. <laughs> Um, okay. So that's, you know, eight days a month, you know, times four, you know, the four months, that's 32 minus four of the times you've hung out with him. So it's 28 other times. I think, uh, I mean, I, I feel, I would feel some type of way about this, but I also would feel conflicted because four months is pretty early on. I don't know if you guys have like established that. I don't know. Cause like the first couple of times, like, did you hang out four times in one month? And but like, she's also saying every night he comes over and hangs out with her after work. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a quality time, like a difference in like opinion of what quality time is issue. But mm-hmm. I am curious if like, it kind of felt like it set the precedent that you guys were like the two days off a week was at the very beginning before you were like officially boyfriend and like before all of this happened. And you guys were like, you know, that early stages of dating. And so like, he's not spending, you know what I mean? Like it was like before he was spent, you guys were hanging out during the days before he was spending the night. But now that you guys are dating, he's now instead just coming over after work and spending the night. I'm, I would like to know, I would, it would be helpful to know the split of that. Like if, yeah. or do you know what I mean? Cause like hanging but out during the day. I'm like, I'm like is, do you expect him to spend every hour with you that he's not working because he is with you every night. So like, if you, if you're going to like, he can't, you can't just be the only person that he's friends with. So no. yeah. 
So it's like if you take like if you're going to hang out during the day, that means like he should get a night to go somewhere else with somebody else. Well, not really go. It seems like he's doing outdoor hangs. Yeah, I'm guessing. I mean, I I understand because like definitely there's been like times with like Mots and I dating where it's and I wonder if it's similar for you like this, that like it's 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 just, again just a quality time difference so like for me i'm like if we're sitting at home we live together so it is a little bit different it's not like he's coming over here to hang out with me but i was like we're both just here and then like when you hang out with your friends and you do stuff and this is again pre like pre-covid like there are more plans that go into it like and it's just something more like as opposed to like him and i just sitting on the couch doing really nothing uh it was like oh him and his friends would like plan to go do something like this and i was like i just want to like let's just do that with us every mm-hmm. so often because that to me is more quality time or even like planning a date at home that we're like not going to be on our phones and like i'm guilty of being on my phone all the fucking time uh but in a way that it feels more it like a date text messages. no never I'm playing I'm playing my um uh what's it called? I have a jigsaw puzzle game and then I'm on TikTok and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing in between. No Instagram. never responding to text. Instagram. Yeah, oh I'm on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I think that I would have a conversation with like him about that, but I also I I also I think it's a little different because you guys don't live together. Like I get if you would like, like, maybe it's like once a month, you guys have your hangout. I mean, Mm -hmm. like you have like a day sort of thing and you do that or like a group thing where you all like hang out with like outside, outside. No, oh, uh, out fucking side. You do like a picnic. Yeah. Like a socially distant. He's going to like the park and having coffee or like sitting outside and smoking. I'm hoping he's not sharing what he's smoking. (gasps) Oh God, that scared me. I hope not. Um, But that would be like a way that you guys can both do it because you're right. Like it is, it also could just be a difference in like, you might be someone who, when you date someone, you hang out all the time and you want to hang out all the time. And like, that's, there are people like that. They're they're like, everybody has a match in that sort of way. Um, But he might just not you know, be that. And like, he wants to have his friends and be able to like talk to them and like hang out with them as well. But I would also reflect on, would you feel differently if they weren't girls? Mm-hmm. Like, is it like a, cause like you can feel jealous of any, do you know what I mean? Like I, you can feel jealous of anyone in any situation. Like if your boyfriend's hanging out with whoever it is, but like, is it specifically girls that made you feel like, Oh, I should be, like I'm this is more of like a jealousy thing versus or it's not even a jealousy this is more of like a worry thing versus like I'm jealous that I'm not spending time with him during the day and doing that stuff but also like what does he say when you try and plan it and he already has plans like how far in advance are you asking and like are you telling him like hey I would really love to spend some time with you like on a date during the day like what does he say to that because if he's like i'd mm-hmm. rather not then i'd be like okay <laughs> well i'd rather not be in this relationship thank you yeah sir. like <laughs> his response to this i think is really important because it could go one of two ways it could be what we're saying of it's just you know it's a healthy balance of everything or it's like yeah he doesn't fucking want to hang out and that's a problem 
Hi, Megan, Melissa, and anybody else who's listening. I am calling, hoping to get an honest opinion on whether I am being unreasonable with my boyfriend. Uh, We're both 27. We've been together for five years, um, and we've been long distance for four and a half of those years because his job requires him to be um, out of state. Um, He needs experience that he can only get in certain places. Um, and I can't follow him or move with him. I have a steady job where we live and family to take care of here. Um, so me moving around with him has not been an option. So we've just made it work long distance. Um, lately because of the coronavirus, things have been kind of up in the air. And, um, he had promised me at the beginning of this past year, so the beginning of 2020, that he would for sure be home permanently by December slash January of 2021. But then the virus happened and he didn't get the experience that he needed, couldn't get the experience that he needed. Um, So now he's considering going back from January to May of 2021. Uh, I don't know if I'm being unreasonable by asking him not to do that. Um, I know that, you know, he made the promise not knowing obviously what would happen with coronavirus, but I feel like I've put in my time, you know, being supportive of him needing this experience. And there's also no guarantee with the virus that he'll be able to get it then anyway. So I just don't know if I'm being unreasonable. Um, he's really confident that he's going to get the experience and the money that he needs to start our life together. Uh, We talk about that all the time. We talk about how much fun we would have being married and raising kids. And we agree on all of those fundamentals. We want the same things, but my timeline just looks a little bit different than his. Um, And I'm naturally an impatient person to begin with. So Ultimately, I just want to hear somebody else's thoughts and feelings. Um, It has been a long road and I would hate to give up on a good guy. Uh, But I also would hate to be waiting around forever. Um, But also bonus points, Megan, if you can guess my astrological sign. Um, And I promise I will call back and tell you if you were right. Challenge? Are you going to accept her challenge? I'm going to. I was already trying to guess. Um, you know, a part of me wants to say Aries, but there's also a part that kind of wants to say Leo, but I'm, I'm leaning towards fire sign. I'm very much leaning towards that. You don't, you sound pretty decisive, so I'm not going to go with, and I'm going based on stereotype. I'm not going to go, uh, you know, to, uh, the Taurus because Tauruses tend to be a little more indecisive, but you know, it sounds like you need attention, um, which is valid. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold off on, remind me at the end and I, I will make my final guess, but right now I'm leaning towards, uh. I'm leaning towards a fire sign. So either, you know, maybe maybe a Sag, but Sages tend to be a little bit more unpredictable and a little wild. So I'll come back to it. Um, I, 
this might be like a surprise that I'm saying this, but I also, I kind of think like you've been long distance for four and a half years. What's four more months? Yeah. But also you can't hold people to things that they said pre COVID. And in addition to that, come January, I don't think that we're going to be any like closer to not (laughs) to not being quarantined just because of the way that the country is going so I still think this is going to get pushed again yeah I don't think he's going to be able to get the whatever experience he needs for whatever job this is but I also wonder if that is going to I mean I guess depending on what it is like what specifically the job say what 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 we can really think because we don't know what the job is yeah but i would also assume like there are some things that like yeah you fully need hands-on advice i mean advice uh hands-on experience like medical residency but also he would be working more like that's like they're taking all of those students um and like dental and all that kind of stuff like all of those things that he wouldn't have had to come he sounds like he's back with you right now and he's gonna then have to leave again right that's what it sounds like and Mm -hmm. so it's hard for me to think of something that is like, he's not going to get experience and like, it needs to be hands-on because like it, meaning in January, I would assume if he can't go back, I don't know what job it would be that wouldn't then alter how they do things to then make it possible. Do you know what I mean? But maybe it's like he can stay doing what he's currently doing, but to do the next step to advance, because she said to get more money, he needs whatever that experience is. And he's not able to get that experience because of COVID. Yeah. I mean, I think like, again, it's really hard to, like you said, it's really hard to know because we don't know what it is. But like, if he doesn't go back then what does he do? Like, is it like... He probably stays in the same position instead of advancing, getting the skills he needs to advance. But would he need to get a new job? Like, would he have to like... Would this have to be like, okay, he put like all... However much long... However long of the time you've been long distance that he put into this, like, is that all for nothing? Like, is he invested money into it? Is it like, oh, he didn't... Like, is it a certain number of hours he needs? And if he doesn't yeah. reach those hours, then like it doesn't apply to anything else. And like, do you know what I mean? It's like taking, it's like going to law school and and all of that stuff and then never fin. Do you know what I mean? Like people do that all the time, but like the money that you invest, like, like something that would cost money to invest in it. And then, because then it's like, well, are you going to be able to financially provide in a way? And like, is that, I, I, I just personally, I just don't think, with what we know, I don't think it's fair to say like, no, you can't go because mm-hmm. I'm also like, you know, being thinking of like in the extremities of being like, okay, well then, so then he doesn't have a job and he has to find a different job and he wasted all of this time doing all of this and then we're in the middle of a pandemic and then what? Like, then he's home. Let's say he doesn't even have, like, then there's all of his other additional responsibility on you to be able to provide and then also if it sounds like work is something that's important to him, then like, where is he going to get that source of like fulfillment and like happy, like what, how is that going to work long term? Mm-hmm. Because you've been apart before and it's not an, it's not an additional year. It's an additional like four months. Um, and 
I think, yeah, I just think that like, it, if it's something though, that like, you know, you said it's not a guarantee. So I, yeah, there are some things that like, it would be, oh, you know what? Actually, this would also change my advice if it's this. Um, what are they called? Biz- uh, uh, banks? <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly. No, I'm just trying to remember exactly. It's like a big job that um, maybe it is banking. I should ask Mots. A lot of his friends work in banking. But I know this from like people that I know from Northern California, like family friends, friends of family friends, all of that stuff um, about. uh, And it's kind of similar to like agencies or whatever, where you work at like fucking minimum wage like you're making $28,000 a year absolutely nothing you're working all of these crazy long hours and you have to put all of this work in and then at the end of once you've clocked these hours or however long the year is then people you then like then you get the job to work at like whatever I think this was I think the one I'm thinking of is a bank and then you immediately go from like $28,000 a year to like 175 Yeah. And then it just keeps growing from there. But you put in all of that work and all of those hours. And essentially, it's like hazing. And it's like, I think agencies, it's a lot longer. But Mm -hmm. um, it would restart if you went to a different bank. And it would restart the same way if you worked at a different agency. Like it would have to kind of restart there. And truthfully, yeah, it isn't totally guaranteed that that would happen. But like the difference with uh, like the banking program that I know that someone did, it's a time limit. Like it's a specific time. But then something like an agency, that same time comes around every year where people either get promoted or they don't. And it kind of is indefinite. Like it isn't guaranteed that that will happen. But I think that regardless of that, I definitely could see myself personally being frustrated with that. But it also has to factor in like your partner's happiness and like, mm-hmm. what is this their dream? Like, do you like it, how much like how if this is so important to them, which I would assume anyone who does it like it, that requires putting in all of those hours and all of that stuff. It's usually because it's like a massive passion. And then if you take that away, not that this is how it, like, I think it should be, but it does kind of like put that response. Like now he doesn't have this thing that brings him joy, happiness and money. And now that's your job. And that's so much pressure to put on yourself. You know, love isn't always enough. It also has to be like compatible, like life compatibility. guys we are back from our break and let's get into the rest of our calls hi megan and melissa i'm 20 years old going into my sophomore year of college and i'm a leo um i'm in a bit of a pickle right now because one of my best friends from high school who we've i've we've reconnected over this past summer um is she has dated this past guy um who i'm actually still friends with so I've been kind of juggling these two friendships at the same time. Um, not to mention they had dated about two years ago um, for about almost a year um, and broke up about a year ago. So it's been kind of um, a really messed up situation because um, basically I have become interested in this guy. He showed an interest in me and I had kind of 
tried to make sure that I didn't have any feelings for him because I didn't want to mess with my friendship with this girl. Um, but he showed an interest and now we've opened up these weird feelings for each other. And he asked me whether or not I'd be interested in like a friends with benefits kind of a situation and not knowing really what to do at all. I decided to reach out to my friend and ask her because I'm a really honest person. I'm a really honest communicator. She's a Taurus, by the way. He's a Pisces, if that matters at all. Um, and basically, I just wanted to have open communication with her and talk through it because I didn't want it to hurt our friendship. And so I laid it all out on the line and she gave me the green light to go. Um, but and then she started to kind of flip that story and get a little bit angry um, at me later with other friends kind of reaching out and getting a little bit angry. And where it stands now is essentially I have realized I have, I have feelings for this guy and he has feelings for me, but I still don't want to mess up my friendship with this girl. So my consciousness is telling me not to go for it, um, but my feelings are involved. And so it's making it really hard um, to kind of decide what to do here. If I should definitely not date him because I don't want to mess with my friendship with her or if it's really too far at this point and I've already messed with my friendship with her if I should just explore this because I do have feelings um so any help would be really appreciated please um I need to get out of this pickle thank you okay can we just start without even like putting your friend in the situation for a second because you said that you have feelings for him he has feelings for you but all he wants is friends with benefits. It's already not going to work out because you you said you've admitted that you have feelings and you can't just be friends with benefits at this point. And you're already nope. friends. Like it's not going to work. Well, because that specifically, I was that that stuck out to me because that's one of two things. Either he doesn't like you that much; mm-hmm. he just likes you as a friend and like wants to fuck and wants a bone, or. It's manipulative as fuck and is being like, well, here's a way that we won't be dating. So then therefore it won't hurt my ex as much. And then I can like essentially eventually convince you to date me from being friends with benefits. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just manipulative. Uh, if it's that option, um, I know this is like, Here's the thing. You said that they broke up. They dated for a year. They broke up. That's a a long time. A long time. And they broke up a year ago. And you said that you stayed friends with both of them. And it was like a thing. Like it was a thing that you stayed friends with both of them. And it was not good. Like it was like hard. Like it wasn't. You didn't. So like it's just the reason why your friend said it was cool. I know I'm always like in the camp of like, take, like listen to what people say and take what they say at face value, but you shouldn't have asked her because what else is she supposed to say? Yeah. Like, Cause it's going to start with, yeah, sure. That's fine. But then she thinks about it for a second and she's like, no, actually it's not fine. Like, well, no, I this would- isn't cool. And I would, I know if it were me and like, if during their breakup, like if I broke up with someone and like you, like a friend stayed friends with one of my exes, there was definitely conversations about like that, that wasn't uncomfortable or how like I had to become comfortable with it. Or like, it was a thing. Like there's something there that like is we have, it's discussed and it's like, and part of that discussion is a reassurance that like, we're just friends and then having it be like, 
oh, actually. And it's like, oh, did you stay friends? Did you console me during my breakup and then stay friends with my ex because you like wanted to date him and like did Mm. the whole thing in itself? Like, I know if I had a friend ask me that I would be so I would be so hurt that it wasn't even a question because you're putting that on her of being Mm -hmm. like, if you say no, I won't. But like, we've already talked about these feelings that we have for each other, essentially. And like, but if you if you're not comfortable, then it makes her be the bad guy when like, of course, the immediate reaction is like, wow, I'm so hurt. Like, sure, that's fine. Like, that's just such an uncomfortable place to put her in. And I, I just, yeah, I think this is so recent of a breakup for a recent, a relatively long time that they were dating, especially considering like the age that you guys are and that it wasn't like, it's not like he's in the friend group with her. It's not like they're, it doesn't sound like she's the one that broke up with him and is like fine with, and it's like, yeah. But it's it, it's not going to work because he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. He just wants to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think you mm-hmm. might have ruined two relationships now. Yeah. There. Uh, yeah. There's just. I've said it before. I don't understand. And maybe you guys aren't as close as like I'm was hearing this. Uh, but I just I don't I can't. S- especially something so recent, like my friends, the people that they date, like even when I was single, like all became, you know, penisless, non-sexual beings. Like, yeah. And I can imagine that betrayal of like feeling, you know, it, it does bring into question all of that stuff of like, what, what was everyone's intentions during this relation? Like when she was with him and then it brings in like, were you there like consoling her when they were breaking up and like talking bad about him with her stuff like that. But, and also, uh, the same way to him though, was she consoling him when they broke up and Mm -hmm. talking bad Mm -hmm. about her? Like, true. It just opens up like this whole confusing sort of thing and you can't have everything like there are some times where like it's it's a friend it ends the friendship or it ends the relationship should we go on to the next one hello megan melissa and potential guest um i'm needing some advice on how to handle a situation with my fiance um we've been together for three years and just the other, well, I guess it's been about three weeks now. Um, he's been having symptoms of what I thought was a UTI, but um, I guess it's not. Um, he went to get tested for an STD and for a UTI or whatever. Um, his results have come back that he doesn't have a UTI. Um, so his other results haven't come back yet, but he's pretty much certain that it's going to be an STD. Um I have not been with anybody else in three years. Um, he swears he hasn't either, and I definitely believe it by the way he is acting towards me, um, being accusatory that I've done something, telling me that um, I'm going to take a polygraph test if it comes back positive for an STD. Um, and I've done a lot of research, and I have seen where if you've had an STD before, it could be lying dormant in your body and come back. Um, I did have 
chlamydia before. Um, my ex-boyfriend gave it to me about four years ago, um, and we went to get treatment, but we never went to get back. We never went back to get retested. So is this a possibility that it could have came back um, and I could have now infected him? Um, I also had an ectopic pregnancy um, about two years ago, and I have, through my research, discovered that if you have pelvic inflammatory disease um, or you do have an STD, that that could happen. Um, so I'm obviously going to get tested as well and go to the doctor and everything. But as far as reassuring my fiancé that I haven't done anything um, and, you know, getting through this difficult time, what advice do you have for me? Um, because I don't want it to take a toll on our relationship. I don't want there to be any trust issues, um, even though there is now. And I just don't know what to do. Um, I think taking a polygraph test is crazy, and I have anxiety, so I do worry about failing that, even though I'm not guilty and haven't done anything wrong. So I don't know. I just the only thing I can figure is that um, he, I gave it to him. But because he did get tested two months after we were together, though, and he was negative for STDs. So how could he have been negative after we slept together and then gotten it three years later and be positive? I just don't know. Um, so any advice would be appreciated. Thank you so much. Okay. First of all, if you get an STDs test and you test positive, you should always, 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 always go get retested. And if you haven't been retested in three years and that's a problem, um, because like you said, it could be dormant or it could be where the fact where you don't have symptoms and you're just actively giving it to him and he's giving it back and you're, you're asymptomatic. Um, but then on top of that, he doesn't trust you. And he seems like I'm trying to put myself like in his position. If like, I know that I haven't slept with anybody like for a fact, and then I have an STD, then yeah, I would be pointing fingers too. But like, I wouldn't be saying like, you need to get a polygraph test because first of all, those are inaccurate as fuck. You can also, there's also easy ways to cheat the test. Um, but like- Attacking your shoe. Trust. Huh? What'd you say? Attacking your shoe. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> like a lot- Th this is just a mess before like you called us you should have waited for his test results to get back and you should have been tested as well um but still the fact that he's sitting here and pointing fingers and being mad about shit i completely understand but there were a lot of missteps before you even got there yeah, I'm on Planned Parenthood's website right now to learn a bit more about chlamydia. So it's cured by antibiotics, but uh, you need to get tested again negative mm -hmm. to make sure that it's gone. Um, and the only way chlamydia would stay in your body after you started treatment was if you didn't take all the prescribed pills. And that's why important, even if the symptoms go away. Both you and your partner need to be treated for chlamydia before you have sex again, or you could get reinfected, but that was your ex. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But they could have had sex again before. That's what I was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think, yes, that could totally be possible. I am a little bit. I would be curious if you got tested um, 
for chlamydia because of your ex-boyfriend because you had symptoms or because he did? So like, did you have no symptoms and then get tested? Because then I think it is probably likely that either it and it, it didn't go away because it's saying the only way that it wouldn't have gone away unless you're going to go on to like, you know, uh, uh, essential oil uh, websites um, that it would have, <laughs> it didn't fully go away if you didn't take all of the prescribed, both of you didn't take all the prescribed antibiotics. And, uh, but it's saying if you took all of the antibiotics, it should have gone away. But, but if you, you had it again, yeah, but, but I mean, you, if you have an antibiotic resistant, this would, it would only, that to me would make, I mean, obviously not a doctor, that would make sense if she had no symptoms. But if you have, if you have symptoms and then you take antibiotics and your body is resistant to those antibiotics, it's usually gonna get from every like antibiotic issue I've had. I had, what did I have? Something in, uh, in high school, I had an antibiotic resistant, um, some, some sort of infection. Um, and it, and it got, so much fucking worse like just because like my body was resistant to said antibiotics so if you have no if you had no symptoms then i think it's totally possible that you could have had no symptoms now but did you also not get tested again when your boyfriend got to tested two months into your relationship right she says she hasn't been tested again his response to this I know that you said his response makes you feel like he didn't cheat on you. His response makes me feel like he cheated on you. Yeah. He is gaslighting the absolute shit out of you. Like the absolute, the, the, like the polygraph, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like that's when people are guilty of something, the biggest way to tell, they, they tell you what you're doing and you know, it's called projecting as my therapist mm-hmm. says. Um, and as she also has said that it's one of those like things that seems seemingly innocuous, but is like a really massive, massive red flag for, uh, I think she said, stu- I think it's uh, like stunted emotional development, or maybe that's not the official term or something, but someone who um, is essentially reacting to something like mimicking and mirroring like uh, someone else does. Um, but the the projecting of that is that's usually like yeah in cases like this he's telling you what he did he's saying you cheated on me which is him saying i cheated on you and then like when you go test positive if you test positive then he'll be like see i knew it was you when it could have totally still been him and then he transferred it to you and here's the other part ah you are taking on a lot of the assumption that this is you, what if it's herpes? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if it's not even chlamydia at all? Mm-hmm. And that's like just the fact that he's flipped this on you so fast of that. When someone calls you out for something that seems like absolutely preposterous, it's because they've they've done it. Like you, you're like, why why I haven't cheated on you? Like that's that's like why would you say that? That's crazy. But like you would think most commonly a partner gets an STD, they find out first, the other partner accuses them of cheating. 
versus him getting an STD and then immediately turning it on to you before you could accuse. It seems to me like he accused you of cheating before you could accuse him. So here's my thing. I think you guys need to go to the doctor together, sit down and have STDs explained to you in detail because neither one of you are acting in a responsible way. And then after you both get your results, then you probably need to go to couples counseling because the trust has been broken. Neither of you trust each other. And well, I'm guessing you still trust him, but he sure as hell doesn't trust you. And evaluate if this is a relationship that you need to be in. You have, please call us back with an update. Time for Don't Blame Them. <laughs> so this is from season six, episode 14, where the original caller had said that she um, wants to work in politics, but because of her um, diagnosis of diabetes, then she um, needs to have good insurance. So she's studying to be a nurse. And so uh, this is somebody calling with their own advice. This is in regard to the girl who she currently works in a political office and she's interested in social media. However, she is considering a career in nursing. And I just thought I could relate to this because, I mean, unlike her, I don't have my bachelor's in political science or something in that range. But I just studied political science for a year and I was very interested in it. But um, I just realized my true passion was nursing. And while nursing is a more stable job, everyone just assumes that nursing is just working at the bedside and working in a hospital all day, every day. But that's not true. And if she's looking for really great benefits, and what I think that she can use her other degree in is public health. So public health nurses basically would go out into the community and especially with her human and family development degree that she got, I think that would really benefit her. And most of the public health departments, they work Monday to Friday, nine to five, and they have state benefits because it's actually a state job. So that would get great insurance. So I just want to encourage her that, you know, although it's not her passion, she can definitely find a way to make it passionate for her. She can also get into policy making. Which, if you study at the BSN, you will take a policy development class and kind of learn the steps to see if you're interested in that as well. And yeah, that's just my advice, dude. Go for it. If you want to go for it, go for it. If you don't, it's totally fine. Just do what makes you happy. But just know that if you are going to be a nurse, you don't have to be stuck in a hospital all day. All right, that's it. Bye. I mean, do what makes you happy, but also like insulin. Yeah. But if she's getting like a government job then she'd have great insurance no i think that's uh a great public health is definitely one of the words i was looking for on that call super helpful great thank you loves it thank you very much and that's it for this episode if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com if you want to listen ad free check us out over on um stitcher if you would stitcher like premium stitcher premium premium if you regular stitcher there will be ads <laughs> i mean you could you, you, yeah if you want it ad free that's where you gotta go there. yeah um and leave us a review on itunes apple podcast fuck Apple Pod. I'm always being like, is this the right? No. Leave us one on uh, Apple Podcast app. We would love uh, 
a nice five-star review makes us feel good and great. Um, I almost went James Charles and said, fine and fresh, fine and fresh. What, what is it? Don't watch them. So no clue. See, Ask neither do I. Person. Our Facebook group is still closed. We are not currently accepting new members. Um, and you have to listen to the ends of the episode to know when we are going to be accepting new members. So, uh, yeah, that's, you're just not going to be allowed in. We'll let you know when you will be. And anything else that's it that's it guys oh follow us on twitter and instagram the podcast but also follow our own individuals we would Mm -hmm. be very into if you followed and um we will see you guys next time goodbye goodbye don't blame me is a production by me executive produced by melissa demonts Edited by Katrina Henning and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.